Welcome to the Forgiven Once For All podcast. My name is Shannon Lee, and I'm going to be your host today. Last podcast, we looked at God is love. We looked at the nature of God and how the word love defines God. This week, we're going to look at how that love translates into the Christian life. Let's look at our scripture, 1 John 3, 11, and it says, For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. This week, we're going to look at loving one another. So we learned that God is love, and now we understand that we are the children of God. We are the body of Christ. We have the Holy Spirit living within us. And we, as children of God, as the body of Christ in this world, should be emanating, should be showing this love that God is. This thing that makes up God, his very nature, it should be oozing from us. It should be radiating from our lives. Love one another. says, you've heard this from the beginning. This is the beginning of the gospel. Why do we love to gravitate towards arguments and strife? This world we live in, this is all we do. We argue and fight and we try to make ourselves right. Why do we always have to be right? And unfortunately, we do this in the church. If somebody doesn't believe what we believe, we've got to argue with them, and we've got to fight them and show them they're wrong. I'm going to tell you the truth. This is exactly how I operated until I started learning that I was the one wrong. Maybe you need to take a look at yourself. If you get in a lot of arguments with people, if you always think you're right, then maybe you need to check yourself. Because the times I thought I was right, most of the time I found that I was only looking through the lens of my own understanding. And I didn't even interpret the scripture properly. So how could I, as a child of God, start arguing with people in my own family about things that we don't even understand? We should love one another. How can we love the world when we can't even love ourselves? How can we love the world when we can't love our brother or sister? Jesus said, they will know that you're my disciples by your love for one another. We need to get a grasp and an understanding of what love means. So let's look at what love is not. And then we're going to look at what love is. Let's read another popular scripture. 1 Corinthians 13.1 It's read at many weddings every day. We use this for marriages. But really this verse, these group of verses are not talking about marriage. They're talking to the church. These letters were written to the church. And here Paul, in verse 1, he says, If I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but I have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains... But have not love, I am nothing. 
If I give away all that I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, but we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. For now I know in part, but I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. Now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. See, what love is not, the scripture makes it really clear. It says, it's not real or imagined faith or spirituality. You can have all the knowledge. You can have all the degrees. You can have all the maturity. But if you do not have love, you are not applying yourself in a biblical manner. You're not acting with godly wisdom or knowledge. You can be right and still be wrong. See, love is not rude. It's not irritable. It's not resentful. And it's not insistent on getting its own way or being right all the time. This is the problem that we have in the church today. We've walled ourselves inside of our own little cliques and denominations, and we do not even celebrate love with our brethren. The church isn't the place you go to. You are part of the church. The church is all the people that are outside that are loving God. They may differ with you in doctrine. They may differ in ideology or political affiliations. But they still love God, and they're doing the best they can and making decisions through their lens of their understanding, just like you are. And when we pass judgment, and when we are insistent that we're right, when we are arrogant and rude and prideful, we are not showing godly love. Love doesn't rejoice when people fail. Love rejoices in the truth. It breaks my heart to see how we've divided ourselves with our brothers and sisters. See, we think that our greatest enemy is the devil, but really it's ourselves. We're not acting in love. We are not showing godly love to people. The Bible says that we are created in God's image, 
And whenever you lift up your voice and you speak against another human being, you are speaking against something that God created in his own image. You're ultimately speaking against God. But love doesn't act this way. The scripture gives us a list of some things that love is, and it's pretty amazing. It says that love bears all things. That means it can take criticism. That means it can take emotional damage and weight. That means it can take people that are different and have different ideas and different opinions and different customs, different skin color, different denominations. You can bear that because of love. It says it believes all things. You can believe in people. You can see the good in people. You can have hope and courage that things are going to be good and they are going to be right. We can believe God that he can move in this nation if we only had love. It believes all things. Love hopes all things. Not full of fear and doubt and unbelief, but love is full of hope. When you look at somebody on the street and they're walking with their shopping cart, do you say, oh, look at that bum, look at that drug addict? Or do you say, look at that child of God that just doesn't understand who they are? Love is full of hope. It's not condescending, but its heart breaks when it sees another person suffering. It says that love endures all things. Love can endure. It can make it through the hardship. Paul says, I've learned to both be abased and to abound. It's because of love. He's been at the bottom and he's been at the top. Love doesn't always have to be at the top. Love doesn't always have to be the one that's important or the one that's that's in charge. Love can be at the bottom. Love can let somebody else be lifted up. And the last thing, it says that love never ends. This is an internal truth. God is love. His love for us never ends. And our love should not be temporary. See, what the problem is here is we only have a small grasp on what love is. It says here at the end of our verse that we see in part and we know in part. It's like a mirror. And it's like looking through a dirty mirror or dark mirror. And we don't, we see dimly. We don't quite understand. We can see glimpses of what love is. But when we start releasing our heart to God and letting Him come in and flood our understanding and to fill our mind with His goodness and with His grace and with His awesomeness, our understanding of love changes. Our doctrine will change. The way we treat people will change. The things that we think are important and are not important will change. Love changes everything. See, we need to put on the lens of love. 
and put on the lens of grace when we start interpreting scripture, when we start dealing with our brother and our sister, when we start trying to point out sin and we realize that Christ already paid for it, when we want to call somebody out instead of helping them, when we want to turn somebody away instead of embracing them and praying for them, instead of loving. We need to change our glasses. We have on glasses of selfishness, glasses of hatred, glasses of denominational indoctrination. We need to take these off. And we need to put on the clear, crystal clear lenses of love and start seeing God face-to-face, start understanding that He is love, and that love lives inside of me. It lives inside of the person I may not agree with. It's the same love. I don't understand fully right now, but the more that I, I open myself up to who I am in Christ, the more I understand, and the more I understand who I am, the more I begin to understand who other people are. Now, faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Now, go out and love somebody today. I hope this helped you. Check us out on the web at ForgivenOnceForAll.com, on Facebook at ForgivenOnceForAll, and remember, God is madly in love with you. Until next time. (laughs) 